Jason's own Fisher. I'm like, that's his middle name. And they're like, yeah, the maiden name and stuff. That's it. I know. Everyone thinks it's fake though, because you know it's L.A. and you yeah, know, in the Hollywood. zone. Like you never yeah, hear right. that. Yeah. yeah. But it's my real middle name. That's cool. It's my mom's maiden name. I just sprinted up to the house. <laughs> Don't be shiny now. Yeah, really. Am I shiny? No, I think you're good. Thanks again for doing this. You've yeah. had a busy weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually kind of had a little bit of downtime yesterday. Got good. to go That's shopping nice. a little bit with my mom. Nice. Yeah. Organized my room a little bit, you know. Yeah. It was a good day. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I need a day like that. I'm in a good mood because it's impossible not to be when my next guest is here in the room today. She's an athlete, a content creator, a YouTuber with over 200,000 subscribers. She's a Guinness World Record holder. She's a two-time $100,000 House of Highlights Challenge winner. She's a former college basketball player and a former high school basketball coach. And she's a role model to tens of thousands of girls across the country. She has the biggest smile, and she always brings the energy, which she's bringing here today to In the Zone, <laughs> Jenna Bandy. Jenna, thank you for being here with me. Wow, I am so humbled by that intro. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. That's you, though. That's all the things that you've done and much more, which we'll get into here on In the Zone. When you hear that and all the things that you've accomplished, uh, even just some of those in the last couple of years, how does that make you feel? Honestly, I was like, wow, he really <laughs> he checked them all off. And <laughs> it, it makes me feel really good. And also, I mean, the fact that like a lot of that is in my Instagram bio, it kind of makes me like, that's a big flex, Jenna. I think you should start maybe doing some charity work, some giving back. And I actually have that stuff planned out. That's great. Coming, coming in the near future. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I can't wait to learn more about that. Now, here in In The Zone, you know you host a lot of videos. You're a content creator. Yeah. You can't just like dive right into the main event, right into the main course. You got to get started with some apps, right? Ease into it. Yeah, so some this, appies. Yeah, some appies. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I like it. I'm going to call them appies. Well, we call it starters here at In The Zone, and okay. that's our first segment, starters. So all the way from your hometown of Thousand Oaks, mm -hmm. California, <laughs> we have from Monato Sushi, the Jet Roll Stop with it. Goma sauce. Let's go. Wait, did you say the jet roll? The jet roll. That's my brother's roll. Well, here did it you is. know that? I had a feeling your brother is jet. Yeah. Did you? Are you serious? Okay, this is our favorite sushi place. My family goes to. First of all, sushi's my favorite food. <laughs> Good. And my brother, the whole deal with Steve at Monado Sushi was like, if my brother makes it to the major leagues, he will have a freaking roll for my brother my dad like build the shelves in there there's like a baseball bat how did you guys this is amazing <laughs> that's right that's right well i mean feel free it's it's fresh you can have it now you can have it later whatever you want I'll have no it in pressure. a little bit okay yeah yeah so the jet roll uh so obviously you just told us a little bit about it and about yeah. this place and why it's meaningful but growing up in thousand oaks <laughs> and and your brother jet he got the role because he made it to the majors, as you yes, mentioned. He so played for the Angels and the Brewers. <laughs> You've done your research, man. Yes, my <laughs> brother, you know, I was his shadow growing up. Um, I have a twin brother and an older brother and an older sister. So mm -hmm. my older brother is Jet. And anytime Jet needed someone to play catch with, shoot hoops with, he wouldn't ask his little brother. He asked his little sister. Because I, everyone said I stole 
um, all the athleticism in the womb with my twin brother. <laughs> my twin brother is more of like the um, performing arts, artsy fartsy. He's a Spanish teacher. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. like he's 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 all that. But yeah. um, you know, I I grew up just really wanted to be like my brother, and mm -hmm. I totally credit all my athleticism, my skills, my savvy to my big bro because yeah. he. He never let me win in anything. <laughs> well, and he, I mean, made it pro, but he says that you were the best athlete in the family. <laughs> he, you know what? So it's funny he says that because in front of me, he's just poking at me like, <laughs> you ain't nothing, you know? Yeah, but I yeah. guess behind my back in a, in a, in a, in a certain way, um, he talks me up and yeah. really is praising me. And I did see that. That was actually... A really cool thing, I, that that uh, newspaper article about me says yeah. that he's not the best athlete in the family, that his little sister, me. That's right. Is, yeah. Exactly. So what <laughs> was it like growing up in Thousand Oaks in the, the Bandy household, a family with a lot of athletes, yeah. clearly, and you, you know, arguably the best one in the family <laughs> at it. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, young Jenna Bandy. And, and yeah. The... I mean, for one, it, it was never a dull moment. Um, I love having siblings, you know. Uh fighting all the time, <laughs> you know, uh, have family, family meals, family dinners together, mm -hmm. very family oriented family. Um, but yeah, just always doing something outside. You know, mm -hmm. we, we couldn't have video games growing up. We didn't have soda. We just drank milk, water. And, you know, we, we never went on family vacations because every weekend was filled with something with sports, a tournament, basketball, baseball, softball, whatever, you know? So it, it was great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Do you credit a lot of your success in your athletic career to growing up with so many older siblings and people who, you know, like Jet, for example, who oh, yeah. were great athletes and pushed yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. Um, even my sister and my twin brother, they, they were into sports as well. Mm -hmm. It's just not the route they took in their career and sure. stuff. Um, but yeah, because I was really always the only girl, you know, in the neighborhood, riding bikes, jumping curbs and stuff. My yeah, mom, yeah. you know, wouldn't ever dress me in white because I'd come <laughs> back in grass stains and everything. <laughs> but yeah, there's that culture I grew up around, um, yeah. that toughness really prepared me for for high school sports, college sports, and beyond. And your parents sound great too. Your dad, you said he built the shelves at the sushi place yeah. there. Is it true he also taught Tom Cruise <laughs> oh how to do God. all the like bar tricks for the movie Cocktail? <laughs> Yeah, so my dad, my dad, um, he was, he's very coordinated, mm -hmm. you know, and so growing up, he's from Detroit, Michigan, um, I guess he was just a bartender, and yeah. he got bored, and <laughs> so he started flipping stuff, you know, yeah. and um, he moved to California, um, and I guess someone spotted him in the bar, and they were like, hey, we need someone to train Tom Cruise in the movie Cocktail, and so the, the like, most memorable moment, or, like, the, the, the standout uh, tricks or the scene in the movie Cocktail yeah. is the hippie hippie shake <laughs> with Tom Cruise and what's the other guy's name? I don't remember, but my dad mm. taught him the whole scene. It's incredible. Yeah, and I even know it so because I did a little video on it. Because Whoa, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he's known as the grandfather of flair bartending. He kind of invented the sport in a way. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and so I, I credit, honestly, that type of coordination to my dad as well. Yeah. And I, I mean, the fact now that you do a lot of like trick shot videos that yeah. go viral, <laughs> that's in the genes too. Your dad was like teaching Tom Cruise how to do trick shots, essentially. Yeah. And that's he's very, like, I, like he's handy. So like, yeah. 
part of his tricks, he would he would make a little like a step thing where you step on it and the ice would pop up. And so he's now also a handyman. He he makes props for the studios. Wow. You know, build stages and stuff like that. That's incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Well, you, Jenna, are an incredible athlete yourself. You Thank played you. high school basketball, college basketball. Mm-hmm. You still play in semi-pro leagues and uh, do great videos that we follow on YouTube and uh, social media. Um, I want to know what it means for you to get in the zone. And this next segment called In the Zone is about that. You hear athletes talk about all the time that that place they go into when they are locked in, when they are focused, when everything else kind of fades away, when you feel like you can't miss. And there's a lot of videos out there of you clearly (laughs) in the zone. So I want to know, what is it like when you're in the zone? Can you describe that feeling, what that place is for you? And how do you get there? Wow, you're just, you're making my mind just go back in my head in these moments. Mm -hmm. Um, When you talk about that, I I directly go to my House of Highlights wins, you know. being in the zone, I feel like I'm. It's all about the preparation that you do beforehand. You know, um, I've really prepared. When I heard that I was going to be in the knockout, and it was only from the free throw line. Yeah. I was getting shots up. I was just free throw line, free throw line. You know, um, yeah. and then same thing with the go karting one. Um, I was going to the place and I was practicing <laughs> the race. You yeah. know, I was learning the line of the track. I was asking questions. Um, but when it comes to being in that moment where I'm like focused, just laser tunnel vision, mm-hmm. it's so um, it's kind of uh, relaxing in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you block out everything and you're just like, I got this. It's it's yeah. it's hard to explain, yeah. but it's almost everything is just silenced and it's just you and you're relying on the labor that you did and it's going to come to fruition, really. But for you, it sounds like a lot of it comes from preparation, yes. being prepared for that moment so you can allow yourself to relax, yeah. not be nervous, not yeah. tense up. And it's and it's kind of like I, I've conquered two ACL injuries. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I'm just like, there's nothing I can't do if yeah. I put my mind to it. It's interesting. I wanted to get into that because you yeah. were a great high school basketball player and mm-hmm. you know wanted to play college basketball. But then your senior year of high school, you tear your ACL. Mm-hmm. What, when you first did that, what was that like for you, not just physically in the comeback, but emotionally and uh, mentally dealing yeah, with a setback you know, at that stage of your basketball journey? You know, I, there's something that I, I, I really encompass is my persistence. It's sometimes um, a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was at Pepperdine. I was getting extra shots up playing playing pickup with guys and honestly like I was already doing so much that week I could have I could have chilled you know so that's where I tore my ACL and um uh I honestly thought nothing of it it didn't hurt that much I didn't think it would be a career-ending injury um when I heard the news it was obviously devastating I couldn't play my senior year of high school basketball or high school softball I was a varsity softball player too and um, shortstop yeah (laughs) and um yeah, it was it was devastating because I was really I was kind of the talk of the town. I was the head honcho on my campus, the girl, yeah. all county, you know, all that, all those accolades. And my D one offer said, "See you later." You know, I was I was smaller D one school. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to go to UC Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. and they they said, "See you later." You know, it's it's a liability. They wow. can't invest in someone that's injured. So right. it was a shot to my ego, yeah. definitely um, to to go D two. But to be honest, looking back, like 
it was the best decision for me. And yeah. if I could tell like young athletes in high school about choosing schools, it, I understand like that that um, the name wanting to say that you went D one uh -huh. and going to a big school, but it's really about finding that best fit for you. And yeah. then you know I, I went Division two. Cal and State, I had Monterey my own challenges. Bay, right? yeah. yeah, Cal State Monterey Bay. That's right. Home of the Otters. <laughs> um, and I ended up tearing my other ACL in my third year, my junior year. Um, and that one was probably the most uh, uh, mentally frustrating for me. Because mm -hmm. when I was in high school and I did my first one, I was like, okay, well, yeah, it's because I, I haven't been doing preventative strength training. I haven't been... You know, I wasn't strong. I was a little twig. Yeah. But then three years later, I felt I was strong. I was at my strongest. I was mm -hmm. doing preventative stuff. And then it, it was just like a, a freak accident, yeah. you know. Um, both of them were self-inflicted. I didn't run into anyone. No one pushed me. Right. You know. Um, but after that, it really got things kind of, you know, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Do I want to mm -hmm. play basketball? You know, my mom and dad start thinking about other things than basketball. Um and, you know, I, I ended up fulfilling my four years of athletic eligibility, even though I could have graduated in just four years. So right. I graduated in five years because wow. I had the medical redshirt. Well, uh, it's incredible. You came back again a yeah. second time <laughs> and you went on to average over 13 points a game, over five boards and shot 90 percent from the free throw line. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, persistence, definitely personified, yeah. not coming back once but twice and proving to yourself and to anyone else who might have doubted you that like you still got it. That says a Thank lot you. about who you are as a person. Yeah, yeah. I, I my senior year definitely was um, satisfying because when you recover from ACL, you have your surgery and you're your doctor says you're good to go it still takes like about a year to really feel like yourself yeah. again um not just physically but mentally the doubts that you have mm -hmm. you know it's it's a scary thing totally i tore my achilles not once but twice oh the Two same one same one so i tore it playing basketball and you're it's probably similar you know like i'm in a boot and i'm on crutches but after yeah. about nine weeks or so you can graduate in your rehab to being in shoes again. You got to take it easy. And yeah. doing what I do as a television host and reporter, I was hosting the red carpet movie premiere of Guardians of the Galaxy. I was super <laughs> excited and I was so grateful to be back in shoes and wearing a suit. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm back in action. And I show my press credential. I walk onto the red carpet. The Stop security it. guard is moving this barricade. And he didn't realize there was a metal bar that extends out about 18 inches. And he swings it back. It clips my leg, trips me. I fall forward, and I re-ruptured my same Achilles. But I was the first stop on the red carpet. I was working for Skype at the time, the brand. We had uh, a live Skype call to a U.S. military base halfway across the world to let the stars of the movie talk to the real heroes yeah, and yeah. do all this. I couldn't leave, so I hosted for the next three hours on this. And then I got home. I saw my girlfriend at the time, now wife, oh, and no. I broke down, and I just couldn't believe it because I had to have surgery the next day, 10 weeks to the day of my first one. So I can relate you know, somewhat uh, yeah. to emotionally and mentally what it's, that can do to you. It's the emotions that are, are yeah. the most frustrating. Absolutely. You know, Physically, your body, especially at a younger age, it's going to heal. It's yeah. going to do its thing. Yeah. You know, But it's the mental doubt. Can I go out and play the same? Can I... 
you know, can I, will I be better? Will I be worse? Am I going to live up to the name that I used to be? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's amazing. Well, it's uh, kudos to you for coming back and coming back stronger and now the career path that you're on. And that leads us to our <laughs> next segment that's called Rewind, where we're going to take well, a look back at some moments throughout wow. your career and uh, get your reaction on them. So okay. uh, I want to take a look at this right here. This is a, a post that you did a long time ago that really kind of like, put you on the map a little bit and I want to know the story behind it. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, this was, when was this 2015 or 2016? One of those. So I just graduated college yeah. in 2015 and I was like, okay, WNBA, uh, overseas basketball. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I've already torn both my ACLs. I got to mm. think of carrying a baby someday, you mm. know? Um, so I was, pursuing sideline sports reporting actually Mm -hmm. um but during that during connecting like working from the ground up i got approached with uh coaching at a local high school a rival high school of mine you know um and i was like i don't really know my time you know my availabilities just come and you know what i just i i prayed about it and my path with like sideline sports reporting i just was like you know what i think this is more my calling i want to have an impact on young girls yeah and um, so I, I was coaching. I was a JV coach this <laughs> in this photo here at Agora High School. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was my coaching outfit. <laughs> and then I was playing in this league, this entertainment league called the Basketball Beauties as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, it was a cool little league because they were all about, you know, putting it on Instagram and, and the media side of it. And mm-hmm. it kind of filled that void of not pursuing overseas because I still kind of felt special. I had a nickname, yep. the White Mamba, you know. Yep. And so um, there was that trend going on. Um, get you a girl who could do both. She can do both. Um, mm-hmm. And I posted me looking cute on that side and then me sporty on the other <laughs> side. And it, um, you know what? It just kind of started getting reposted. Yeah. Um, a meme came about it. Someone wrote, what was it? It was like, get, uh, I think it was, it was get it was, a girl who can break your ankles. Yeah. First break, she'll break your ankles. Yeah, then she'll right. break your heart or yeah. like the other way around, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm, my followers are going up, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and then after that, I believe I posted an, uh, like an all sports compilation video. Like I'm playing mm-hmm. ping pong, cornhole, hitting a baseball, <laughs> throwing the football, shooting a basketball, and that w- got a lot of views. And I was yeah. like, okay, people actually, like, this is literally just me. I'm being authentic to who I am. Sure. I'm, I'm a sporty girl, but I'm also, I'm going to tap into my girly side as well. So that's really that what started my following. I think that's the key. Everyone that I've talked to is authenticity is the key. Yes. It's just be authentic to who you are. You're not yes. tr- putting something out there looking for likes, looking to blow up. It's just being true to who you are. And that resonates for a lot of people. And that Entirely. seems to be the, the theme with a lot of people that I chat with. Yeah. yeah. Especially in this world. I mean, you know, there's going to be things like sex appeal that's going to sell and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and when you hear the term influencer you know for a while that stigma i hated it Mm -hmm. um i didn't take pride in it because it it kind of makes you think like oh you're just being a sellout in a way and so i understand like my my content i i'm authentic to who i am i am tasteful but i'm still very like aware of my audience and what i want to portray and you know yeah 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 sure well uh, this is sort of where some of that started, but mm-hmm. now you're doing this for pretty much full time. When someone says yeah. to you now, like, 
oh, Jenna, what do you do for a living? I yeah. guess it depends who's asking the question. Like, <laughs> what if you're at Thanksgiving dinner and a relative, like an older relative says, well, what do you do for a living, Jenna? How do you describe it? Yeah, so, you know, this year I would say I'm a content creator. I'm mm -hmm. a YouTuber influencer, and yeah. I would not hesitate. Yeah. If you asked me a year ago, I would say I'm a coach, mm -hmm. and I also do some you know, social media stuff. <laughs> right, right, That's right. what I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, I am full-time. I am two feet into this. Literally, it was just a few months ago um, in the beginning of 2021 where I decided, hey, I'm going to stop coaching. Mm -hmm. um, and really, because I had one foot in with that and one foot in with social media and right. brand deals and stuff. Yeah. And it... It, uh, with COVID happening, the pandemic it was inconsistent with coaching. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Like I got to pay some bills as well. Yeah, and, yeah. and coaching's not giving me exactly what I need for that. So I'm going to put two feet into, yeah. um, being an influencer and, you know, that that's my full job, full time well, job working. right now. It's <laughs> It's taken off. I mean, it's been fun getting to know, know you over the years and really see this like rocket ship continue Thank to go you. up and up and up. And let's take a look at this next one. This is actually your most viewed video on YouTube. It has over 7 million views and seven counting. Mil? Over 7 million people have seen this. Oh, is this my a short or is this? Yeah, this is a short. A short one. But yeah, seven, over 7 million people have seen this. And Is there a draw, guys? I think this shows off also that like. I did not know it was seven mil yeah over seven million people have seen this video and you do not miss i was in the video. zone jason that's <laughs> right that's right i look at the follow through <laughs> that's honestly i i've worked on that like that so is my is little like array, hold uh, that thing yes like. hold you that do look at that you keep that follow through going and it shows that like i mean i don't know that anyone can do this like you are a baller <laughs> wow yeah, yeah, I end up winning that money, just so you know. Okay, I think so. <laughs> you didn't miss a shot. I, it seems to be another theme. And that's against Chris Staples. You yeah, know, Chris, who was like a yeah. pro-level baller. I think it was a Harlem Globetrotter yeah. for a while. Like, mm -hmm. that guy can Dunker. play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're taking his money. You're just taking everybody's money. House of <laughs> Highlights, anyone else. Don't be in a, don't go in a shooting competition with Jenna Bandy. Learn your <laughs> lesson, people. Please, that's crazy. Uh <laughs> What, so a lot of these trick shot videos you do, I yeah. mean, that's not necessarily a trick shot, no. but still you're in the zone, but you do a lot of crazy elaborate trick shots at times. What's the longest you've ever been out there doing it? Cause sometimes you're in the zone, oh, you got it. But then sometimes it's gotta be like, this is a difficult shot to pull off or a series of moves when you're involving a lot of people. What's the longest it's ever taken? The longest trick shot time. It was probably for my Guinness world record. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which was like. That was another little, so I'll tell you about that day. Oh, well, actually, why don't we oh. show our next clip right here? Oh, my here. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jenna Bandy, back at it again, but on a special day. Happy Guinness World Records Day. Speaking of that, this is the 2020 book right here, and, you know, Josh Horton right here behind the camera. Hi, guys. <laughs> he has 17 Guinness World Records, and I'm trying to be in this. Mine, specifically, is the longest female football throw into a target. So if I can make a Guinness World Record for a sports trick shot, that would mean the world to me. We're about to head to the gym. Thumbs up for good luck. We're all set for Jenna's record. We weren't <laughs> sure if it was going to fit in this gym or not because her record is 90 feet. She can throw a football into a hoop. No backboard, no bank. The bank is not open. I don't today. want it anyway. I don't want to bank it. I'm gonna go retrieve. Good luck, Jenna. Here we go. I'm gonna warm up the cannon. 
Ooh, yeah, I want to hear the story behind all this <laughs> after this. Like how many it took for this moment. The suspenseful music. Oh, yes, the edit. I love this. I want to see how long you show it. The marks of beat is 30 yards, 90 feet, with no back. Yeah. And you achieve 90 feet. It's a big Nailed it! Chris, we nailed it! Man. Wow, that was back in 2019, like November, I think. Oh, wow, yeah, um, so right before kind of COVID and everything changed. Yeah, so yeah. Tell me about this day and uh, so how that came about. Josh is like, he has, he already had 17 Guinness World Records. 17? 17, he's juggling, juggling Josh, Josh I but know, he's yeah. more than just a juggler. Like, yeah. he's, he's very good at all things, really. Yeah, very coordinated. Um, yeah, and so he was like, let's let's do this. Let's, let's set up time where mm -hmm. we're all getting Guinness world records. We all had our own little things. Mm -hmm. And so we rented out this gym and I, Chris went, did one of his, he had mm -hmm. two Guinness world records. He did one of his and then I went second. Okay. Right. And I think we rented out the gym for like two hours. Yeah. I was throwing this thing for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Not hitting. And it had to be an NFL size ball right. and it couldn't bank in. Yeah. And like, if you see at the gym, like, I don't have much room to kind of like get a, a little like a running start pro hop in, you know, yeah. like a, some momentum. It was a little bit tight and they, we had a even it was a mobile, a, a portable hoop. I couldn't right. use the Yeah, it was like it was weird. Right. Yeah. So didn't get it in the in my first 20 minutes. And mm -hmm. I don't even know how many I'm throwing, but right. probably like, I don't know, in 20 minutes is a good amount. Like, yeah, my shoulders 60 hurting. 60 maybe, you know, yeah, at least. And uh, then then we go ahead everyone's getting their Guinness World Records. They're, right? Oh, wow. And then I now go last. They We saved, like, maybe another 30, 40 minutes for me. Okay. We're like, we're for sure, I'm for sure going to get it. Yeah. Literally, like, I'm I'm about to tear my leg <laughs> yeah. from, like, like uh, Josh told me right before I made it, he was like, I was about to be, like, Jenna, like, three more throws and our like rental space, like time that's is it. up. Yeah. You know, because even in the video later, I hear them say, I think we got to get out of this yes, gym right now. That's They're what the adjudicator said yeah. because yeah. you know, it's his time as well. Right. And yeah, so that's why I'm like in tears. I'm, I'm like, like you said, I'm in the zone in the sense, like I'm not about to leave here and be the only person yeah. not getting a Guinness world record. Everyone else already got a Guinness world record. Right. And, and I'm in all these videos yes. and like, what? yeah. And I'm getting frustrated. Cause I'm like, I can do this. I've yeah. done this outside with the wind, yeah. like not even trying. I think it's the fact that it was like, you know, it, the pressure was on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the, the guy is there, right. Uh, he's making sure I'm not stepping over the line, you yeah. know? And, but yeah, that was that one took me the longest. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. But it seems like maybe it was the most meaningful too, because when you finally oh, yeah. hit it and the pressure was on, that yeah. was just you saw the release of that. Yeah, moment. and those the, you know those guys are my brothers, and yeah. it was really like Josh that kind of like that pushed me into the YouTube space. Yeah, and and he and 
I mean, I have, I get to say I have a Guinness World Record, you know? That's amazing. It's pretty cool. And you collaborate with a lot of those same guys all the time. Oh, yeah. If there's one person you could collaborate with that you haven't, like a dream collaboration oh, on I a know. YouTube video. You do? Okay, yeah. who would it be? Dude Perfect. Oh, yeah. They're like Their the trick group. shot gurus. Yes. Yeah. People have said, oh, I'm dudette perfect and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, they're amazing. I, I really look up to them. Their like warehouse setup in Texas is insane. I got to yes. I did some stuff with Nerf and I did a few things with them oh, uh, wow. in Los Angeles and super nice guys, all like tight knit and yeah. Kids freak out over them. Freak they go out about crazy. Them. They have yeah. a great dynamic too. They with do all their personalities. Man, but you got to be patient to be in that trick shot game because there are times where I imagine like, how good does it feel if you're doing a trick shot video and like, second shot, I nailed it. Like, does that ever happen? Yes. Yeah, and that's. I've had first tries oh, plenty thanks. of times. Like I've had the football. Yeah. First try, I have. That's you know? incredible. Yeah, and then but then times you know, and then also yeah. when you're the one that's helping a friend. Right. You right. know, you're like, all right. They would do it for me. Stick around. Mm -hmm. Keep the encouragement going. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> do you have any tips for content creators out there? I know a lot of girls look up to you in so many different aspects. Uh, a lot of people do. Um, you've been very successful in a short amount of time. Are there yeah. tricks, tips, advice that you would give to anyone out there who wants yeah. to get into the same space that you're in? You know, I would say don't be so critical of the content that you're producing, just mm. get it out Yeah. It, when you're starting. Just get out content. Get yeah. out content. See what hits. Try different things. Find your niche and then stick with it. Yep. You know, um, I I really pride myself on being unique and, and the fact that I am multi-talented, multi-sports, you know, um, sports, and I feel I bring different type of lifestyle stuff, everything, you know, I, and there's not just one thing that I focus on. I think the biggest thing is basketball, Yeah. but I, I still try to dive into other things to, to, to not limit myself. So mm -hmm. don't limit yourself. Um, ask for help. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit like OCD when it comes to having things my way, but mm -hmm. I've, it, you can do so much more when you're delegating, when you're getting help, paying a video editor, yeah, you know, yeah. or something like, you know, just just get help. Sure. Surround yourself with people that understand and are encouraging because, you know, it really helps. Well, it seems like you've done a lot of that with this this crew, too, with yeah. Josh and Caleb and Chris and all these guys that you all help each other out, con creating content, giving yeah. advice. How do you come up with ideas for new videos? Because you're always kind of got to bring something new yeah. and fresh and as someone hasn't done this before like how do, how do you do that it it does take some time you, you yeah. know um how many times can you do this it's <laughs> it's more of like maybe adding on to something mm -hmm. like uh stepping back further than this shot that you already took yeah. or um maybe you can add another sequence to it you know mm -hmm. maybe before the shot you juggle a little something before you know right right um but yeah it is i don't exactly know i just you got to just when you're around it and you're doing it, you start having the mind of it. So I kind of want to get in one of these videos with you guys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my skill set would be. I would like, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna nail this intro with with no flubs and then hand it off to you to do a <laughs> trick shot. We'll see. I don't know, but that'd be fun. I want to see the behind the scenes process. It's of it. it's a fun time, you yeah. know. And then we're all competing, even though it's a fun thing. But yeah. you know, sometimes we do it for time, or maybe we do it for how many times you could make it in a row. So you just try to think of different things that are. Impressive. Well, speaking of impressive, this next video is very, very impressive and maybe your biggest W to date. 
semi-pro hooper who's a Guinness world record holder for the farthest football thrown into a basketball hoop at 90 feet. So you know the girls got range. Out of a thousand notes, it's a Cali vibe. Jenna Bendy! Jenna is by far, without a doubt, not even close, no questions asked, the most talented <laughs> player here. You know what? I am the only girl out here, so girl gang gang all the way. I'm reffing. <laughs> you know, Mark has to be really sad inside to eliminate his friend. And damn. This, these are some highlights from your House of Highlights showdown. Yeah. Did you miss during this entire <laughs> run? So, um, I did. I missed my first shot. <sighs> yeah. But that's, and then I, I missed my ninth shot. I, I went back and counted you because did? I was like, I was... I took 20 shots and I made 18 out of 20. Wow. And uh, the thing was is that I was like, okay, out of all these guys, I feel I'm the most skilled. I kind of, yeah. you know, I, and I kind of got some, be like, some, like, trash talking about that. Like, well, she's a hooper. She's actually a college. Right. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I am the only girl. Yeah. But at the same time, you can bump. You can knock people's ball. Yes, right. Right? right. And everyone was... You can shoot a free throw. You can get good at shooting free throws yeah, as yeah. long as you prepare. Mm -hmm. I honestly, like, like I, I, two weeks before, I had COVID. I only had, yeah, so I was bedridden. Two weeks before this? No, so sorry. Two weeks I had COVID, right? Okay. And I only had four days after to get ready for this. So I was just getting off COVID. I had four days to prepare to get shots up, and I was just getting in the gym on the shooting gun. And then I flew out to Atlanta wow. to do that. And wow. yeah, so, uh, you know, you could bump the ball. You can knock people. Yeah. You had three lives, and I won with all three lives. No one ever bumped my ball. Yeah, you didn't get I out missed once. I had nice misses. You know, it was a good miss where it just came yeah. right back to me. I was right. able to you lay it up. Oh, man. When you see that moment again, I'm sure you've <laughs> seen that many times, and, like, the moment when you clinch it and the confetti goes off and you give out that <laughs> yeah, little yeah. scream, like, can you describe what that was like in the moment there on stage on the yeah. court with the lights on and everything rolling? Man, um, I just, for one, just to have the opportunity to win a hundred grand was crazy. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, I'm going to do everything I can to prepare for this. Yeah. Um, being there, and I was like, okay, I'm looking at the score. They're knocked down. They're knocked down. And then I, it comes down to three people, and mm. I'm like, I still have all three lives. Like, even if I mess up, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. And then um, what was a little bit like, what was a little bit like, uh, what kind of like ice you out a little bit, it was after every time someone got out, mm. you'd have to stop and reset. Oh, so you right. couldn't really get warm, like a rhythm. Yeah. So that was a little bit tough. But, you yeah, know. Yeah, it seemed real tough for you. You, you had a hard time <laughs> adjusting to that. I, yeah. If you see, I'm like going like this, blowing yeah. my, keeping warm. It was yeah. a little cold in there. But yeah, I it bounced on the front of the rim, bounced on the back and went in. And I was like, I really just did this. I like, and then it really hit when the confetti came down. Yeah. Because there's no fans in there. It, right. it was COVID-friendly, you know. Mm -hmm. But then when the confetti came down, I'm like, I, it's me. I did this. Yeah. Like, wow. I actually, all my preparation, you know, the labor came to fruition. And it was a really cool moment. Really cool moment. <laughs> and then just a few months after that, they ran it back in a different way with another challenge. Yeah. And you go and you win that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah, people say, oh, you know, you're a basketball player. OK, you still had to win, but you're not a drag racer. You win a drag race and <laughs> go-kart competition. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. You know, um, they invited me back to protect my crown. Yeah. Um, and 
And as soon as I heard what it was, I was like, okay, well, I have a little, uh, there's MB2 next, like close to my, close to me, but it was shut down. And I was like, I might need to go to the actual one in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. And I'm in California. It's still a trip. My sister lives 30 minutes away. So two weekends in a row, I went all three days of each weekend. So six days. I raced four times each day. Yeah. And I was like, okay, go-karting, what do you do? I mean, you're just going to go inside on every turn, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to go pedal to the metal. That's what I thought. Right. And it's all based on time. So I was, I remember my first race when I was practicing. I went in, I was in a race of nine people. Yep. And it was best, it was best time, you know, fastest time. Yeah. And I felt good. Yeah. I felt freaking good, right? And I, I was like seventh out of nine. And I'm, I was, I was blown away. I'm like, what? could I do what did I do wrong pedal to metal inside everything right and the guy was like you gotta slow down on the turns like skidding out fast Mm. and furious isn't the way yeah so now and then and then I started slowing down but then it was a matter of not using your brake and actually just letting off the gas okay so I'm like learning things and I'm learning the line of the track some turns you actually want to start going outside and then cut in Mm. some of them you do want to just stay inside so Uh I was just I definitely had that edge because I learned the track. Do you think any of your competitors had been to the track, had practiced? Had yeah, a, the yeah. second place winner, Cam Wilder. Okay. He said he was practicing, but at a different racetrack. But right. it doesn't matter. You still learn the skills, like yeah. shooting a free throw. You don't have to be at the certain court. To, you know, you have... Preparation. Yeah. yeah. But um, what it was, was I was like, okay, the first day, it was two-day event two-day event so the first day it was all about solo time trials Mm -hmm. and i was going fourth out of 12 so i was like they're gonna steal my strategy right this my strategy was um you had 10 laps and everyone's just gonna gun it every lap right but for me i was like i'm gonna gun it and then i'm gonna cruise a lap because it's an electric freaking go-kart so you don't want to burn out your gas you don't want to burn out your battery yeah and two the finish line is on a turn. Okay. So I don't know if this makes sense to you, but right, I'm gonna break well, it down. I'm learning. Yeah, I like this. When you when you start on this racetrack, yeah. you're starting at a more narrow, but when you finish, you're you're finishing wide. Okay. For the best time. Yeah. But if you're finishing wide, that means on your next lap, because the starting line and the finish line is the same line. Yeah. You're not getting the best start for your next lap. Okay. Yeah. Right. So what I do is you go hot lap. And then when you know that and on your burn lap, when you know that you're going to set yourself up for your hot lap, you want to start wide and really get that momentum and speed to go into your next lap. So technically on my time trials, everyone had 10 laps to get their best time. Technically, I had five because every other lap I was just hot lap, burn a lap, hot lap, burn a lap. And I thought someone was going to steal my strategy because on my burn laps, I'm literally like being stupid. I'm just like cruising wow but no one really paid attention to it and i'm like if they paid attention to it and saw that i'm taking this really wide to go into it yeah they could have they could have like they could have really competed with my time but my time and in racing a whole second is a lot of time Mm -hmm. so i was able to get the first i was the i was uh, i was the fastest speed and then i was the first person in the first prelim yeah right and I thought, again, they're going to steal my strategy. And they freaking didn't. 
No <laughs> wonder you won. The preparation, the way you just oh, described that, yeah. you sound like a NASCAR driver. You sound like Danica <laughs> Patrick here right now. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I mean, the the quali- the, the the final race, mm-hmm. Cam was on my butt the whole time. Yep. And now it's not about what I learned about speed. Now it's about defending. Mm-hmm. And any gap I give him, inside or outside, he's going to take. And I didn't give him enough gap to ever commit. And wow. there was like, there were certain rules though, too. Like, if you maliciously spin someone out, yep. you're going to get deducted like uh, 10 miles an hour. Oh, wow. So okay. I think so, yeah. he was in second place. $50,000 st- still sounds cool. So you yeah. didn't want to lose that spot. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, that's amazing. I can't Thank wait. You. I hope there's a next one of these too that you <laughs> go and you win that and go for the three Pete. Let's go. <laughs> I know. Okay. If MJ I got a three Pete, you know, Kobe, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> You're the white mamba. Yes. And I mean, honestly, to, talking about Kobe, I mean, everything I think that made him great, it was all about the attention to detail and yes. preparation. And that sounds like exactly how you won both of these competitions, not just your skill set, but the attention to detail and the preparation. Yeah. So White Mamba, here's our next rewind <laughs> for you. Um, Kobe Bryant. Oh, man. You, you're, you were called the White Mamba. It's your nickname your favorite player yeah, and you got to meet and spend like serious time with Kobe. What was yeah. this day like? And kind of the story behind these photos as we see you and Kobe together. So the story behind this, I was actually, you know, Mamba sports Academy is five minutes away from my home. Wow. And I, I would go there play pickup all the time. And mm-hmm. my friend was like, okay, Jenna, you think you're cool now because Kobe Bryant follows you on Instagram. And I said, what? <laughs> I didn't even know. That's crazy. I didn't even know. So I looked and he does. And I'm like, like, he's my idol. He is. I grew up like, you know, he was it was Kobe Bryant and Derek Jeter. Mm -hmm. Those were my guys. Right. So I was like, DM, do I do this? Like the stigma DM is so like it's so inappropriate. Right. Right. But I was like, look, I'm going to message him. And Mm -hmm. I hit him up. I said, hey, um, my friend just told me you follow me. I can't believe it. I actually go to Mama Sports Academy all the time. You're my inspiration growing up. Like, I know exactly what yeah, I said. This is exactly yeah. what I said. You're my inspiration growing up. I would love to meet you someday. In this league I play, and they actually call me the White Mamba, you know? And he responds. He goes, I know. <sighs> dot, dot, dot. You're one hell of an athlete. I'm going to be at MSA tomorrow for this camp. I said, no way. I, and he goes, come through. I'm there from this time to this time. I said, could I bring my friends? Yeah. And he gives me the thumbs up, a little black thumbs up, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I come in and, like, you know, his assistant, like, approves that. It, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, I'm like, hey, like, Kobe told me to come. Yeah, right. You know, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. But his, his person I was there, yeah, it is. So I'm right behind me here yeah. are little bleachers. And be- there's, like, five courts, right? And there's bleachers that separate the courts. I'm sitting on these bleachers with Chris Josh and my girl Mia and he's at the other end of the court coaching the camp and he's walking to the half court and he's like what's up athlete and I'm like Jenna do not trip when you're <laughs> walking down these bleachers like you know he daps me up gives me a hug I introduce him to my friends and then the whole time we're just like we're talking like this and he's still paying attention it was pretty funny like yeah. in the middle of us talking be like hey what hand do you pass with that's your left. Do it the right way. And I'm like, and then he's just talking to me, you know. <laughs> and he, what he said to me, he was like, my daughter looks up to you. Wow. Um, keep doing those trick shots you're doing. Uh, live up the Mamba name. Uh, 
and he just was like, you got to come by practice sometime mm. down in Newport. Um, just like, and it, it wasn't very long. It was 10 minutes. Yeah. And then we got to take pictures with him and it was, it was like a day to remember. I mean, yeah. after that, we just, we made videos. We just met Kobe Bryant, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. And for the fact that he like said, like, keep repping the Mamba name because in the league I play in, they were like, do you still want to be called? And I'm like, honestly, yeah, because he kind of gave me that, like, yeah. that go-to yeah. to, like, keep it going. Wow, so yeah. meaningful. That, that's incredible that you got to have that moment, that experience, yeah. that he knew who you were, that he followed you, and that he gave <laughs> you though that encouragement. Yeah. I mean, and obviously with the, the tragedy yeah. on January 26th of, of 2020, uh, the impact of that moment and how that will be with you forever. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, I'm sure everyone, we know exactly where we were, yeah. what we were doing, you know. Where were you that day? I was actually with Chris about to go to Venice Beach and mm. to, to make some videos over yeah. there, you know, and it was my, my mom that called me mm. and was like, hey, did you hear it? And I'm like, there's no way. And I actually messaged him and I was like, please tell me you're alive. Oh. I said that. Because a week later, I was supposed to go and go to a practice and, and have a workout and watch the girls and, wow. you know, Hanley Van Leith over there and, and even Gianna, yeah. you know, Gigi. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, obviously, so, so tragic. But the impact that he had uh, on so many from afar and, and you up close, it's oh, really, yeah. really special. And uh, it, I mean, he was doing so much for the WNBA. I mean, like that orange sweatshirt was taken yeah. off, you know, yeah. and like this isn't the exact one, but. Uh, no, but like, the same, yeah, he yeah. put that on for yeah, sure. He, yeah, like what he was doing for women in sports, it mm -hmm. was so exciting. And just like, you know, everything he was about, not just who he is as a legend. Like, that's what he made me feel. Like, he was talking to me like mm. I'm the star. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like you're the legend. Right. You're making me feel this way. It right. was it was such a cool feeling. He was so down to earth, so cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Really cool. Well, I... He's obviously your favorite player of all yeah. time. Do you have any current favorite players in the league today, uh, in the WNBA and the NBA, both? You know, who, oh, who yeah. are players you look up to and admire, respect their game? I love Steph Curry. Yeah. You can't not like this guy. For sure. You yeah, know? He gets hot like you. He might be able to Gosh. take you in a House of Highlights challenge. He might yes. be the only one. The only <laughs> one. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Steph Curry on... Um, Damian Lillard, mm -hmm. LeBron, you know, for a little bit, mm -hmm. I was like, I can't like LeBron. I feel like I'm cheating on Kobe. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> a that's lot what of it Lakers was. fans felt like that you at know? first when he first came um, over. Yeah. But I respect the dude. He's, he's, you know, Laker Nation. I grew up loving the Lakers. So, you know, yeah. um, uh, who else? I, John Morant. <laughs> Yeah, man, Holy he is cannoli. crazy. Yes. Holy cannoli. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Holy cannoli, John Morant. Well, this is a good segue yeah. because here is John Morant Stop on this it. pack of <laughs> Panini NBA Hoops 2020-2021 trading cards. This is a game we like to play called Association Word Association. Kay. We're going to pop this pack. I want word association, the first thing that comes to your mind when I show you each one of these players. All right. All right? So All right. do your zen. You take some water, whatever you need. Right, I need you to just like. All right, let me lock in. All right, you lock in. Yeah, in the zone with That's Jason right. Zone Fisher. That's right, you're already there. Here we go. All right, <laughs> so don't overthink this. All right, I'm gonna show you a card and you tell me the first things that come to your mind. Okay, Donovan Mitchell, dunk. Okay, yeah, 
won the dunk contest. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA today. Yeah, I he's explosive. Yeah. That's what I should have said, explosive. That's oh, okay. I like the first reaction. Dunk. You Yes, okay, you got that. All right, this next guy we got is John Wall. Swag. He does have swag. Swag. He does. Man, I miss him. He's not playing right now, you know? I know. Yeah. Oh, let's see a little John Wall dance. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, okay. All stop right. it, stop that it. That was good. That was good. <laughs> All right, we got some good players in this one. This next one, Clay Thompson, lights, camera, Shooter. action, mm-hmm. shooter, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, former Laker, lefty. That's just I just think lefty southpaw. Like yeah. sometimes I wish I was a lefty. I just think it looks so good coming yeah. off. Lefty. Okay, I like that. Oh, okay. Here we go. We got from the New York Knicks, Julius Randle, another former Laker. I, for whatever, I just. Sports Academy, like he Mamba Sports Academy. He was working out there in the off season. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got to meet him. Oh, so nice. that's just like my first image that comes to him. Cool. And he, just he's so improved. He's like oh. really. It's like Mr. Triple Double. He's yes. become like the number one yes. guy and really stepped into that. Yeah. Think about all the like former Lakers at, who have blossomed since leaving L.A., whether it be uh, Caruso. Oh, my goodness. Caruso. Yeah. Kuzma's playing great. I mean, uh, Brandon Lonzo. Ingram, Lonzo. Imagine if they were all on your Lakers still. I know. Yeah. I know. Don't okay. get me started. Okay. I'm trying to. That's what we do. <laughs> we get you started. Okay. We already had the starters. You got the sushi waiting for you. Okay. This next one, uh, Duncan Robinson. I, I'm going to say shooter. I, yeah. I did a little thing with him. Yeah. Uh, so nice. It was like a Bitcoin three-point contest. Um, but, Who yeah, won? shooter. And, and you know what? Yeah. Underdog, D3 player yes. in the league now. That's right. Love that story. Yeah, yeah, Got to Got to support those type of guys. What was it like working with him? You did a video with him, you said? Yeah, um, yeah. it was like a Bitcoin thing. It was so windy out. I shot trash, but yeah. he obviously <laughs> won it. Um, it was He was really cool, you know, really down-to-earth guy. And, yeah, like I said, I love his story, the underdog, the mm-hmm. under underestimated guy. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, no one saw him coming, and now yeah. he's a starter on a title contender. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, he's a current Laker. Ooh, you know what? I would say, uh, what's the word for him? Like, sneaky. Like, yeah. like just like... You would never think, but he's he's really that player. He's on the floor. He's doing the extra things. You know, it's that's what they need. Yeah, that's what they need is that extra hustle. The the like doing all the the hard work. I like him. Yeah. You, have you always been a Lakers fan? Oh yeah. Always. Always. Okay. The whole family. Yes. There's not like one Clipper fan in the fam. No. Okay. All right. You know, you never know. Sometimes <laughs> there's that one sibling who's like, nah, I'm taking the Clippers. You know. Yeah. Not in that fam. No. Okay. No. All right. You like winners. Okay. I got it. All right. Stephen Adams. <laughs> Stephen Adams. I just think of the actor that he looks like. What actor does? Uh. Oh. I oh. can't say. Um, I don't know his name. Is but it? I just think of the actor when Jason I. Jason Momoa. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Okay, <laughs> all right. You know how many siblings Steven Adams has? No, is a lot. He has 17 siblings. Stop it. 17 siblings. All like full blood. Like. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is uh, an Olympic shot put thrower. That's yeah. sick. So look out, Bandy family. Okay, <laughs> with the athletes, the Adams family. Uh, RJ Hampton, rookie card. Oh, just what would I say? I would say like. He reminds me, I met him before, also at the Duncan Robinson thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I met oh, him at crazy. that, too. I, don't, I just pulled this pack. Him. I got the two people in that video. I would say coming up. Yeah. Coming up. You okay. know, he's coming up. He's going to be a player in the league. How did he do in the video shoot? 
The it was he was second. It was me, Bree Green, him, and and Duncan. Oh, so the, yeah. the NBA players came yeah. in first and second. I know. Oh, I'm like yeah. in the win. Like, I'm just like <laughs> yeah, right, all right, right, you right. guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the last card, Zion Williamson. Oh my gosh, explosive. That's yeah. the word for him. He's big time. I mean, he's like getting bigger by well, the day. Yeah. I don't know he how is, he's but- moving. <laughs> right, he's athletic bigger. monstrosity. <laughs> right. That's him. He is. He is. They need him back on the court healthy. Yeah. He's got to stay healthy because I think that's the problem. He's yeah. been getting bigger by the day. Yeah. But uh, that was fun. That was <laughs> fun good. playing that, that with you. Now, I collect a lot of different things like Panini trading cards, like homage t shirts. I got hundreds of those, okay. sneakers, jerseys. This segment called Cool Calm Collected. Yeah. I want to know, Jenna Bandy, what do you collect? You know, I don't have anything specific that I'm like, oh, I got to go to this and collect it. Like, go get it. Wait in line. Right. Um, you told me about this segment, and I'm like, what do I have most of? And I would I would say shoes, even mm. though I wouldn't be like, I'm a sneakerhead. Um, yeah. But I do collect shoes in a way. Um, should I get them? Yeah. Let's yeah? see them. Let's, let's see them. Yeah. So I would my most my most, like, bought shoe is the white. All white Air Force Ones. Yeah. But these ones in particular, these ones in particular, I got right before my 100K knockout oh, wow. showdown. Yeah. And so they created these for all of us and they customized them. So they have. Oh, sick. They have Cal State Monterey Bay. Nothing's, yeah. ho- nothing's hotter than an otter. I love that. You know, that. we got the little otter. And that just kind of reminds me, like, remember where you're from. <laughs> yeah. Division two, you know, um, it's just kind of like that keep me rooted, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, and then I, I over here, the follow through with Clips and Drew is another podcast. And it's just about like, you know, I support my friends. Also, That's, the follow through. I saw that shot. Your form. Through. You are the follow through. Yeah, <laughs> Thank for you. For sure. And then on this side is the football into the basket. The Guinness amazing. World Record. Yeah. yeah. Can so, I see this? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the football into the basket. And then the little H on the back of it for the House of Highlights. House of Highlights, Bandy Buckets. Bandy Buckets is what I wore. You got a lot of nicknames. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, these are cool. Do yeah. you rock these or are these like no, special I and you like keeping them on, my on, desk. on display? Yeah, I put yeah. them on display. I love those. Now I got to add to it. I got to add a little go kart. I think you got to add in the zone on there. In the zone. In the zone. In Let's the zone. Go. Yes. That's I right. Will. Yeah. 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 Those are cool. Thank you for bringing that. I appreciate it. Those are those are smooth. I like those. Um, Our final segment here on In the Zone is brought to us by our friends over at Homage T-Shirts, my favorite T-shirt company, softest in the game. Yeah, high thread count. Love them. Very very (laughs) snugly. I love them. Uh, And they're all about storytelling, and we are too here at In the Zone. And Jenna, we've been recapping your incredible career, and the best part is you're just getting started, which is amazing. I can't wait (laughs) for what's next, but I want to know all the success that you've had up to this point in your life and your career. If you can pay homage to one person who's helped pave the way for your success, whether it be a friend, a family mentor, a collaborator, uh, a mentor, or or someone you've never even met before, but it just inspired you from afar, Jenna Bandy, who do you want to pay homage to? I want to pay homage to juggling Josh, Josh Horton. Um, if it wasn't for him and like his belief in, in what he saw in me, I I would not be a YouTuber, a creator. I, I would have still kind of like, Oh, like that's kind of frowned upon. Like you're not, you know, um, he really like, he's, he showed me that not only is it something that I would be great at, but that it is feasible. Like he just, he is taking care of his his wife. Now he has a little kid, mm-hmm. and this is his livelihood. So he really just, like, 
he proved it to me and he believed in me. And so, you know, of course I, I, I would pay homage to my mom as well and my big brother. Yeah. Um, and probably even Kobe. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to the career that I am investing in right now, it's it's Josh Horton all the way. That's so awesome. thank you so much, Josh. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Josh, for paving the way, paying it forward. And I know that yeah. so many people are looking up to you now. So many young girls, you're doing so much to give back to all of them, too. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who I think uh, hopefully one day will be in that same chair and they're going to pay homage to you, Jenna Bandy. Thank you. And I'm paying homage to you, leaving you with a limited edition Jenna Bandy in the zone trading card. Here you go. How we, cute is this? <laughs> we only made five of these, and we're going to have you autograph all five. Let's go. One of them is for you. One is going to go right here on our wall of fame with all of our other guests. I saw that earlier. I was like, I got to get up there. How do you're, I get up there? You're on it. You're, you're <laughs> up there now. You did it. You got in the zone. And the rest, oh. we are going to have you sign and give them away to our fans and followers on social media. So make sure to follow Jenna, follow uh, in the zone as well, and you have a chance to win one of these autographed Jenna Bandy cards. Jenna, thank you for coming and getting in the zone with thank us you. here today. I really appreciate. It. I had a great time. Good, I'm glad. Thank you. Well, now you thank can enjoy you. the jet roll on your way out. All right, you didn't <laughs> have to eat great. it on camera, but we got you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. With the sauce too, you got to get the sauce. Oh on. yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <I'm> wasabi too. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you guys. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. I'm telling you, this is so thought out.